I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd alert! Hello there, it's Obi-John Kenobi, your favorite host in all the podcast, and welcome to your weekly Nerd Alert. We are continuing our seasonal topics. It is the, the uh, I forget what we were supposed to call it, I'm that good of a host. It's the, the Christmas season here on Nerd Alert, and we are theming everything this month to that we've already told you about uh wow i just blanked on everything we've done the last two weeks <laughs> the best good nerd this. gifts that we yeah we did our, nerd nerd, our geek gift uh, uh list and hopefully you're, you're getting lots of mileage out of that thank you jay uh and then we did our favorite santas from there media that's right. We talked about why Tim Allen is the best Santa Claus in motion pictures. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and how Scott prefers his Santa Claus to be Odin. That's right. That's yes, what we've learned right. so far on this journey, kids. Uh, and today we're about to get very deep and personal because today's list, uh, I'm sure, will be hotly contested because, as is any time we do a topic like this, we wanted to talk about uh, something of this season you can't get away from. Christmas music and we didn't just want to sit here and be like oh well here's the stuff I like we decided let's let's go both sides of that spectrum let's do our favorite and most hated Christmas music uh, but before we get into all that let me introduce who's going to be talking with me today about their favorite and most hated Christmas music first up he's my right hand man he's the man who keeps the nerd in the talk nerdy to me network the host of house rules ladies and gentlemen commander scott so something popped into my head it just today. popped in there not just now no, not not just now popped in there what early just today. what just popped in there scott i, I tried to think <laughs> look <laughs> the most harmless word uh, now, word now we're just quoting ghostbusters sorry <laughs> well paraphrasing <laughs> Because I'm talking about words. So the word that, that came to my attention today was kindergarten. Okay. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. No, not Ooh. kindergarten cop. No, it's not a tumor. Ooh, if my hand was up, you could you could call on me. Yes, yes, Jay. Uh, are you going to talk about how the German phrasing actually means that it's a garden of children? Well, yes, because because the thing because I was curious about it because. 
somehow, some odd reason, the word kindergarten came up. Well, actually, just kindergarten itself came up in in conversation today at work. And and me being me, uh, I got to thinking about the actual word. And kinder, of course, means children in German. But garden is uh, an American word. It, you know, it, it, it's it's uh, um, and so I got to looking this up, and apparently when it when it got ported over into English, because a lot of a lot of English words and phrases are are stolen from other languages. Um, in fact, uh, one of my favorite T-shirts I used to have years ago says, "English does not borrow from other languages." English follows other languages down dark alleys and beats them, uh, beats them on the back of the head and rifles through their pockets. Um, yep. Yeah. And, uh, um, so I was curious how this word came about from a German word and an English word. But if you look at the etymology of it, the, the first usage of it that can be traced back was a gentleman named Frederick Froebel, uh, created an Institute for young children in, Bad Blankenburg, Germany. I don't know about Bad Blankenger Blankenburg, but I'm going to look that up because that just sounds cool as hell. In 1840, uh, and uh, uh, eventually named it uh, Kindergarten, which is meaning children's garden. It's just a straight translation. And apparently when it became English, we just stole it, just straight the word, Kindergarten, with a T, not a D. And then over time, the, the, the D became Anglo-Saxonized into the D. Uh, and it became this hot, <laughs> but not that DJ. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about the, kids. Come on now, the Anglo-Saxon that D. But yeah, so and, and of course, basically people people brought it to the United States who learned it from Froebel uh, and, and all that good stuff. But yeah, so uh, I, I know it may be a very uninteresting. Uh, etymology of a word and how it became in common usage today but it's literally just stolen straight from the german scott uh, yeah yes i have to tell you something okay uh so they they basically they break down languages into different types of language like i learned this in one time one point in time i don't right. know where i don't remember why but like there are romantic languages yeah, and then you, there's like yeah. Germanic languages. Yeah, the Germanics, yep. And the romantic languages are things like French, French Italian, Italian, Spanish. Latin. Yep, Spanish. They sound yep. they sound good when you speak, like yes. hola, como estás? Yes. But the Germanic languages are like, Hello, how are you doing? Right. They're, They're very <laughs> guttural. Yes. yes. Uh which you got you've got German, you've got Russian, you've got um uh, uh, Dutch, I believe, is a Germanic language. Um, uh, what's the other one? Welsh. Welsh is a Germanic language, and of course, this has to this has to do with with the German invasion of the northern Britons and the the, the retreat of Rome from Britain uh, uh, and everything. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, a lot of this stuff comes about because you have these these two very different schools of thought, or not not schools of thought, but very different. Um, origins of language what's really funny is uh, a friend of mine at work is of russian descent and her and i were discussing the russian language and one thing that she she talks about is in 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 russian and and it, it's this way with other languages as well i'm not an expert in language but not only how you pronounce the word but also you can have the same kind of word mean different things depending upon the inflection that you 
you uh, um, say it. Like like in, in, in English, if I say damn, you know, depending on the different inflection, it can mean it, 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 the, the, the nuances are different. But in Russian, depending on how the inflections, it can have two totally different definitions. And uh, to the point that she talks about uh, her husband, who is American, um, asked her, you know, whenever she would talk to her mother in Russian, he'd be like, were you all fighting? And she'd be like, no, why? And I was like, because you are yelling at each other. Oh, that's just how you pronounce it in Russian. <laughs> so, yeah. If you want to tickle yourself, YouTube, this is a sketch from the old Dana Carvey show mm-hmm. uh, with Steve Carell. It's called Germans Saying Nice Things. Just Google it. It's fun. Uh, yeah. I, I saw, also saw a good video of um, somebody was speaking Portuguese. Somebody was speaking Dutch, I think. And then, or no, it was like Portuguese, maybe French, and then German. And they were all saying the same word, but in their native language. Yeah. <laughs> the well, German one is hilarious. Because it is. Well, the German words are like literal definitions of whatever it is you're saying (laughs) so so there's a uh there's a movie out there i think it used to be on netflix i don't know if it is now or not but it was called the admiral and if you've never seen this movie i highly recommend that you watch it uh it's a it's a historical biopic of like the greatest dutch admiral in history who single-handedly like stopped a Dutch civil war, fought off the Britons, the Germans, and somebody else uh, to keep, you know, uh, the Netherlands what they are. Uh, I think the admiral's name is De Ruder. I forget his first name, but his last name is De Ruder. And the interesting thing about this movie, and it's a very, it's a very fun uh, uh, delve into movie making because everybody in this movie. It's a period film, obviously, the age of fighting sail. But uh, everybody in this movie speaks their native language, and there are no subtitles. So the main character and everybody around them speaking Dutch. Uh, the only people who speak English are the British officers and such, whenever they, they have meetings with them. And no subtitles. You can completely 100% follow this movie. It's a, it's a wonderful movie, and, and you know exactly what's going on at all times. Nice. All right, so while we're all busy not doing that, uh, let me introduce our next oh. and final host. Oh. Joining us from somewhere in time and space via the DeLorean, perhaps. It's the Doc. All right. Listen up, guys. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, except for the four assholes coming in the rear in standard two by two cover formation. Is that a diehard quote? It is. Ah, nice. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, oh, I can't think of his name. Miles, maybe? I don't know. The tech dude. The tech dude talking yeah. about when the, the SWAT team was coming Texas in. Ranger. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. Hey, don't that forget, one. guys, Christmas Eve, while you're putting cookies out for Santa, don't forget to leave shoes and cigarettes in your duct work for John McClane. <laughs> very important very important tip thank you john you're welcome can't forget about john mcclain don't don't forget about john mcclain at christmas he knows what a tv dinner feels like now (laughs) 
All right, <laughs> enough sidetracked. Let's get to this week's topic. Uh, favorite and most hated of Christmas music. Um, so it's going to be like our usual kind of roundtable. We'll go around the horn. Everyone will, will have a pick, and uh, and I think we'll do. I think it'll be fun to go back and forth between favorite and most hated. Do you want to start with favorite or most hated, guys? Most hated. All right, then Jay, start us out. Okay, I'm going in descending order from my okay. least most hated to my most most hated. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Uh so starting off my list. This is one of my most hated Christmas songs simply for the fact that one, it's overplayed and two, everybody loves it. And they're always like, oh, why don't you like that song? Because it's overplayed and everybody loves it. Okay. And that would be Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. I'm so glad you said that, Jay. God, According God. to my wife, this song stalks her. <laughs> She'll turn on the radio to there's a station here in town called Mixmas that has just straight Christmas music from basically like Thanksgiving till New Year's. And no matter what time of day it is or where she is or where she's coming from or what's happening, freaking Mariah Carey every damn time. And I never believed her about this, that the radio station somehow was stalking her with this song. But then the other night, we're coming home from a Christmas party. Where I had annoyed her by playing uh, the greatest Christmas mu- uh, movie of all time, A Muppet Christmas Carol. And she was telling me how frustrated she was because she's not a big fan of the Muppets. And she turns on Mixmas, and what comes on? It's the freaking Muppets. So clearly, this station is tuned into Whitney, and it knows she <laughs> hates that song. So I'm glad you brought that up. You, you know, I don't think I've ever heard the Muppets on Mixmas. Do you want to chime in, Whitney? Do you, do you want to chime in since you put your head in? Do you want to tell us your story of Mariah Carey? I swear to God, she stalks me. Like, I swear she has to put this on. She unfalls for Christmas. Like, let me get in her car. Play it. Play it now. Every time. Did you did you tell Whitney that it's my number, my number four most hated? It's Jason's third. Fourth. Fourth. Sorry. It's Jason's fourth hated, most hated Christmas song. I said it's not his third. We haven't got to one yet. I'll let you know where it is later. <laughs> Okay, thanks, babe. That was Whitney, everybody. Oh, God. Like, I don't mind Mariah Carey, and I don't mind hearing the song once. Okay? Mm-hmm. But it is. Like, at Christmas time, it's like every third song. And, and then you change the station because you're like, okay, I, let's try another station with Christmas music. And then it's like, all I want for Christmas is you. And then this is the thing. The ones that I really hate dig dig into your ear like a bug and then they just sit there for the rest of the night and then you just can't and you're trying to enjoy your time with your family or, or, you know, you're sitting in church listening to the pastor give his sermon and then all you hear is Mariah Carey just belting out Christmas music and you're like, (sighs) okay, sorry. I I will say this of all the versions of that song. (laughs) That one seems to get the most play. Right. And I don't understand why. Oh, God. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Now, I I don't. That one doesn't stalk me. The the one that (laughs) stalks me and I hate Mm -hmm. is. uh, um, Oh, shit. Uh, I I don't know the artist's name, but it's, you know, rocking around. 
the Christmas tree have a holly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's rock a and, artist that does that one too. Yeah, it's uh, it's rocking around, it the rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah. At the Christmas party hop. Yeah. Like, like I, I have heard that song 87 times. Oh, fashion way. Sorry. Yeah, I, I've, I've not heard Mariah Carey's uh, All I Want for Christmas is You yet this year. But I have Consider heard that song 87 times. Consider yourself lucky, sir. You know. Um, but, uh, you know, d- that being said, though, I, I do have I do have this kind of, you know, queued up here. I don't know if uh, you better you better cut that off before we get a Kuiper right now. I mean, I, I we get a DMC well, takedown for this. J, J, Jay, do you want to? <sighs> Sorry. I had to... Oh God! It <laughs> makes me want to stab people in the face. <laughs> oh, I just can't. I can't with that song. <laughs> But yeah, no, I I get what Whitney's saying about that song stalks her because that 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 rocking around the Christmas tree just like every time I'm in the car I'm like you know what I'm gonna put on Mixmas I'm gonna put on the turn on the radio and then I'm like yeah I went fuck you damn it go back to an audio book <laughs> well see and the the rocking around the Christmas tree I don't mind because I don't hear it that often and it's like yeah. that's a good like it's not a good jam. Yeah, Christmas. But then you hear that the music start from Ryan Carey, and it just makes you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. <laughs> Fair enough, bud. Fair enough. All right. Anyway, that's my. Just, just so you know, all throughout this, I'm gonna be pulling stuff up on YouTube in the background. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Uh, so I'm gonna do it the same as Jay, and, and these are these are um ascending order so i'm gonna start with the my least least favorite and go to my most least favorite yeah from your gotcha. least hated yeah. to your most yeah. hated yep got it, go. got it. and i'm good i know i'm gonna get some pushback on this one and i want to say this I, i'm not saying this is a bad song i actually like this song i love the cartoon it's from but i am really tired of it being played around as a christmas song because this song has nothing to do with christmas and that is, get your tomatoes and fruit ready to throw at me. You are a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Well, I understand. And look, again, it's not that I, I love the original animated Grinch special um, that I'm terrible and forgot what year it came out in. Um, I didn't bother to look up who wrote the song. That is still the best version of the Grinch. I love that when it's playing on TV, I will stop and watch it. I love it. It's great. But when just the song is played out of context of the rest of the movie as a Christmas song on the radio station, like, no, listen, the lyrics have nothing to do with Christmas. It's just describing how the Grinch is a bad person. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, he smells and he's he's ugly and he's yeah. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. Shout out though. Shout out to the guy that sings it because his vocals are nice. Yeah. No, no, yeah. He's he's got that nice that nice deep bass going on there, yeah. That I can't even begin to replicate. 
right? yeah, again I love this version of, of How Grinch Stole Christmas. I, I love the the how the animated special and everything from it. But just when this song alone comes on, it just it, 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 it just, no stop. See now 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 I like this this one. Um, it, it it's not a it's not one of my favorites, of course. But but you know I I, I don't know I hear it and I'm kind of like with Jay just because the 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 guys the the, the guy that that's singing it his vocals the way it comes through just i i can't help but sing along with it right again i'm not saying it's a bad song uh, i know i know i I get it yeah but Uh, it's only gonna get played at christmas time you're never gonna hear this song on the radio any other time ever ever but it is it's sung by um and also a contestant for a coolest name ever thurl ravencroft nice is the name of the performer on that. And you know, John, I'm not going to throw tomatoes or vegetables at you. I, I understand where you're coming from. I get really, that. I could use some, I, I got some bacon and, and, and bread, but I don't have tomato for a BLT. I was actually Ooh, hoping for yeah. a tomato or two. A little nice mutton, lettuce and tomato sandwich. Mm, <laughs> real nice. Especially the mutton is nice and lean. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Scott, do you have a, I mean, he kind of gave us one. That's yeah, true. I did. I did. So I gave you the one that, that stalks me, and I hate it because it stalks me, and, and I've heard it 8,000 times uh, and everything. But that that is not my most hated uh, Christmas song. I don't really have a lot of Christmas songs I hate. Right. Uh, you know, I just know there's some I, I like more than others. There's some I really look forward to. But as far as, you know... <sighs> So I, if you all want to go ahead and do some more, that's fine because the only one I can really jump to is the one I hate the most. Right. Like, okay. like, like I hear it and I immediately turn my, 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 my radio off or whatever. And like I'm done. Well, I tell you what, let's, <clears throat> let's break up this hate fest a little bit and I'll, I'll yeah. give a, I'll give you guys my number three favorite Christmas. Let's do it. Ah. Sound, sound good. Go sure. for it, buddy. Go for it. Oh, okay. All right. So my number three favorite again, and I'm doing this in descending order. So I'm going from, I guess, least of the favorites. Well, you get what yeah, I'm we're saying. We're starting okay. at three and going to one. We got it. Right. 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 I and still like. I, go ahead, Scott. It's sorry, still, I was gonna say I still like the least least favorite to most least favorite description. That was there you that, go. Yeah. that was an awesome use of the the English language. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Uh, <laughs> This is his least most favorite, uh, ascending to his most most favorite. Right. His yes, most most favoritist. Yes. And I, and I feel bad putting it so low on my list, but when you get into my favorites, like I have my tried and true favorites. And this one I got into because friends of mine that are in Iowa that I would go hang out with another common friend of ours. We actually did a drinking game to this, and I listened to it a lot. But it's actually, if you listen to the song, it's actually a pretty fun, upbeat song. And uh, that is Bob Dylan's Must Be Santa. How does the drinking game work? Uh, every time every time they say Must Be Santa, you drink. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's not a game. That's just chugging your beer every time the chorus hits. Right. This yes. 
uh, where was it? You start the waterfall at the must, the first must be Santa or something. It's it's a lot. It's pretty. Really, we'll have to text Bob and get a clarification on those rules. He probably is not sure either. Uh, most of the time when we play this, we're already a few beers in. So well, there you go. <laughs> right. I've never That's heard funny. this song. Oh, really? oh man, it's very uh, upbeat. Well, yeah. Okay. There, there's, there's Bob Dylan's. Here we go. So I, I found it. So if you don't mind me continuing, no, go for to, it. Yeah. To play little clips and stuff here, you're gonna have to give me just a second because I got to get past the ads in YouTube. Right. Um, no. But uh, I really do enjoy the song. Yeah, it just I've, cheers I've me up. Heard... You don't. You never hear it on the radio. So let, let's uh, let's see what it sounds like here because I'm curious. Okay, that was weird. I wasn't expecting the uh, the accordion or not. Accordion. I was not expecting it to be full on polka. Yeah, it's oh, very polka-ish. Polka. Yes, uh, <laughs> I have not heard that version. <laughs> Is, uh, is, is that the right version? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Because it, it, it's the official video, so... Yes. For Bob Dylan. And, so. Yes. It, I, that is the one we listened to. And it is... It's like it's like a polka jam. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you just want to rock out to the polka. And yeah. I, I don't hear... giant beer and I want John Candy somewhere. Yeah. And it's like... And you want him... You want John Candy wearing a Santa hat and... Yes. Just, just, polka, polka, polka. Oh, God. I love it because, like I said, I only get to hear it every so often, and it, you never hear it on the radio. And it, I was yeah, just like, radio stations give Mariah Carey a rest. You put some Bob Dylan polka on, all right? Yes. <laughs> just oh for man, variety's sake. The people driving down the road would just be like, "What is this?" You just see everybody rocking out. Must be Santa. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, that's that's my number three. There we go. That's wow. a good one. All right. All right. Um, so, okay, we're on to, okay, so this is my number three favorite Christmas right. song. All right. My least most favorite is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like most people, didn't know this song was actually a thing, like a real thing for a while. I first heard it in that beloved, most cherished of all Christmas movies, Die Hard, <laughs> where the limo driver has it playing in the background. And it took me a long time to realize this is that song. I'm, of course, talking about uh, Christmas and Hollis from 1987 by Run DMC, uh, uh, perhaps the greatest rap band in, in history. Um, yeah, this is Scott a, looks it up. It's a great song. No, I, I, I love it. I've, I've got it. Uh, I've got it, it right was, here. It was released on a... a Christmas album featuring other stars like Madonna and U2 and a few other people. Uh, most of them just did covers. Run DMC was convinced by the producer to do a full from scratch brand new song for this album. Uh, and this song is credited with why the album sold so well. Yeah, it's uh, a good it features, 
Yeah, it features verses about um, finding Santa's wallet and returning it to him and finding your gift from Santa was the money in the wallet. Um, <laughs> the second verse is mostly about mom cooking food in the kitchen because apparently, uh, I think it was Run who wrote the second verse when he got home that night and his <laughs> his mom was cooking and he was hungry. So that's what he wrote. <laughs> um, yeah, I got, it, I got it pulled up here if you want to. Yeah, it's Christmas here we <laughs> time go. in Hollis, Queens. Mama's cooking chicken and collard greens. Yeah, he was hungry. Yeah. Well, you, got, you have to get past it. If it's the video, you got like a good minute to get past all this shit. Keeping me from my rounds. Yeah. Now yeah. stay put. There you go. There it is. song i love that song yep. nice good choice solid pick and there you go that does not nearly get enough radio play there yeah. you go let's pump the pump the brakes on mariah carey hit, <laughs> hit the gas pedal on bob dylan and run dmc that's the title for this episode pump the brakes on mariah carey <laughs> pump the brakes on mariah carey <laughs> i love it oh all right Cool. Oh. Awesome. So I believe we're back to Scott. You're, do you have a favorite ready to go, or are we gonna switch back to hated? Um, no, no, we we can go with one of my favorites because okay. I've got I've got more that I like. Okay, know, that I look forward to than I do that I actually hate. Alrighty. Um. Uh. And everything. And you know, uh, whoops! You can stop that. You're not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to. Scott's favorite song: that random YouTube ad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the size of that goddamn chicken? <laughs> I don't have that up. Sorry. It's okay. As yeah, good time. Um, so I I don't know. Um, I I'm not I'm not big. I I don't have a lot of Christmas spirit. I, I'm not big on the holidays because 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 there's there's a lot that I dislike about the holidays. Uh, uh, and and everything. And I I I don't know if you've known this about me, but I tend to be somewhat eclectic. When it comes to my tastes and things that I like, what? No, not you. No, yeah. there, I thought Scott some... was about to give us a monologue about his dad dying in the chimney on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Dad left us when I was really young, and then there was this smell coming from the from the chimney. You know, uh, <laughs> about six months after uh, after Christmas. Um, no, uh, no, nothing like that. Um, but one of my one of my Christmas songs that I love, and and at least two of my favorite Christmas songs, uh, never get radio play. Like if I hear them on the radio, I'm I'm flabbergasted, I'm surprised, shocked, even that I hear them. 
Uh, and so one of my one of my favorite ones is uh, uh, is by Trans Siberian Orchestra. Um, I don't know if either of you all are TSO fans. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's called "What Is Christmas." And if you've never heard it, it's basically an anti-Christmas song. Uh, and I've got it pulled up here, so we'll listen to a little bit of a clip. But we're not going to get to one of my favorite lyrics, which is toward the end of the song. One of my favorite lyrics is uh, um, where he talks about um, um, uh, I forget how I forget exactly how the lyric goes, how it goes, because back into it, because my brain's at the beginning of the song right now. But it but it's talking it's talking about uh, um, candles, you know. You know, and, and it's like uh, some of that candles, a fire hazard any other day. Children light them. No one seems to care. <laughs> That's why Christmas is so magical. Exactly. So, but here we go. So, yeah, you got to, if you've never heard, heard this, you got to listen to this. Did I not unmute it for this? Did I, did I mute it? Did I not, not mute it for the commercial and forget to unmute it for the thing? I swear. I'm just, I'm, I'm not running my board well. old stockings lined up in a row uh all these lights everywhere who needs to color light or color night is is the lyric It's going into christmas trees i still don't understand underneath the lights there's still only trees i love this song and it's got a, it's got a great beat and a great rhythm and it just it's, it's like you know it, it, the the if you strip away the lyrics and just do the the, the just just the the, the instrumental it, it could be a club song like I can see people headbanging to this. <laughs> nice. Love this song, Scott. Awesome. Oh. Make sure I'm you. Right. You ready, Jay? No. Come on, you right. can do it. It's okay. Okay. We have seventy-five more to go. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, we're getting into the earbugs. This is why I don't like it. Okay. So, we're, so we're back to the ones we don't like, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Earbugs. I hate them. They get stuck in your head. And and what makes it worse is when the song is not good. So my number three most hated Christmas song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> oh, come on, Jay. No. It's in that wonderful festive time of wishing your grandma was dead. Oh, God. And it's not just like the premise of the song. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. It's like being sung by a guy that can't carry a tune. And it's like, 
And, and, then, then, and then he's like, as for me and Grandpa, we believe. It's like you believe in Santa because he <laughs> murdered your grandmother. <laughs> Don't forget the well, verse towards the end where it in, uh, implies that perhaps Grandpa was in on it. Yeah. Like, like, oh, God, this song. Well, you, you know what comes next. Mm-hmm. Grandma got run over oh, by God. <laughs> Sing along. From our house. Oh, turn it off. God, turn it off. Get you get in touch with your inner redneck, kids. <laughs> oh, oh, that song. Oh. oh, and then it comes on on the radio. And you know, all these people that like that song that are like, I run over and you're like, shut up. God, shut up. You know, Bring you back know what Mariah Carey. <laughs> you know what this song is? What? It's the big mouth Billy Bass of Christmas music. Oh, God, yeah. It was funny for five minutes when the first hit. I was like, yeah. ah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then they just kept going and going, and they made a goddamn cartoon out of it. And it's like, no, the joke has been over for a while. Let it die. And they yeah. refused to. So anyway, it also triggers me when it comes on the radio. And like, if I ever get to the point where all four of these songs get played in a row on the radio, <laughs> I'm going to drive my truck straight into a telephone pole or something. and just going to have oh, to pull God. over. Calm down. Get that blood pressure down. Just stand on the side of the road going, must be Santa. Must be Santa. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Go ahead, Hello. John. What do you got? So, hey, Jay. Yeah. What's this? What's what there's white it? things in the air. What's this? Oh, oh, god. Oh, there's something everywhere. What's this? Do you, do you hate it because like Whitney loves it and makes you watch it all all the time? That that, that might be part of it. Uh, I'm talking about <laughs> Danny Elfman's "What's This" from 1993 from A Nightmare Before Christmas. In general, I'm really, 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 really over A Nightmare Before Christmas. I get it. It's Halloween and it's Christmas. Oh, it's so great. Um, no, no, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Uh, and I'm specifically over this song because it happened. It, it again, it's on the radio all the time. Uh, it doesn't quite stalk me the way Mariah Carey does to to my wife, but like, I, I. I, I I'm done. I'm done with this song. Are, are you sure? Because oh I'm no, because <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it sounds all great. It's that Danny Elfman orchestration. Sorry, I, I had to get past the him going into Christmas Town. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> well, start singing, damn it. <laughs> What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? There's color everywhere during Halloween, Jack. So, <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Ever. 
I've heard the song, of course, at least parts of it. I, I know the concept of the, the movie, but I have never, never seen it. I, uh, again, it's, it's, it's a perfectly, it's very well made movie. Uh, but the, this, this, the, the, at some point in like the late nineties, early two thousands, Disney realized to like, it was big with a bunch of kids, even though the movie didn't like do financially very well when it first came out, kids grew up on it on with it on video and they could merchandise the shit out of it. And they keep doing that. And, you know, every Hot Topic is, like, you know, half the merchandise is fucking Nightmare Before Christmas stuff because it's Halloween and it's Christmas. Um, and I'm just, I'm so done with it. I'm over it. Just go away. Shut up. Um, but this is the most Christmassy of the Christmas songs in the movie. So it gets, around this time of year, it gets played a lot. And I'm just done. Um, yeah. 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 Well, <clears throat> so... Scott, I know you said you only have like one, right? And, uh, yeah, I only have like and one. I have, I, have a, I have an extra. Yeah, and I have an extra hated one. That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, and, I'm fine. And actually, and John's I'm done with this sort of leads into my number two hated. So I figured I'd just double up on the hatred right now of the also I'm done with this. Yes, let, let, let's be done with this. Okay. Now this might this might irk some individuals. I don't know who those individuals are. I hope it's neither of you, but if I do, I apologize. But my number two most hated Christmas song is the Chipmunks Christmas. Stop it! Stop it! Oh no no that's okay. We're gonna get Christmas, don't be late. Like like when I was a kid, I loved it because I was like, oh, they're chipmunk. And you're like, oh, it's cute. And now I'm like, die, die, chipmunk. Die. <laughs> it's okay. Jay, I got something special for you here. Here you go. Yeah, let's sing it now. Let's sing it now. Okay. 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 Alvin. 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 This is worse than waterboarding, Scott. What's that, Jay? You want more? Okay. No, no. I heard. I heard more, Scott. More, more. Get it? It's like someone sped the record up on accident, and they it, sound it, all nasally. Get it? Get it? Get it? Oh, oh God! It just yeah. Never having an anyone, stroke at the same time right now. Never, never has anyone ever gotten so much money from the you know speed control on a turntable <laughs> than this gentleman did. Oh, it's just like I'm I'm in the same boat as what John said. I'm just over it. Like it comes on the radio and I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> no, I no, I, I don't care if Christmas is late. 
I don't care that you want a plane that loops the loop. I'm changing the station. <laughs> All right. Anyway, there we go. So. Yeah, what's fun is any song can be a Chris, uh, chipmunk song if you just speed up the lyrics. Yeah. It's very true. true. The, mm-hmm. the chipmunks movie with whoever voices the chipmunks in that movie proved that. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Recenter right, myself. We're going to get okay. through this, okay? Okay. Are we... Uh, do you just want me to fire off with my next favorite one then, or yes, yeah, let's, let's roll into that. Let's 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 get you out of this dark place. Okay, uh, all right, to a happy place. Yes, a much happier place. Right. Uh, there are a lot of versions of this song. I I really enjoy most of them. Well, I mean, I like it as a song, but I also kind of like the message behind the song, <clears throat> and that song is. The Little Drummer Boy. I oh, really enjoy that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, my my current favorite version of that is Little Drummer Boy by King and Country. Uh, it's really well done, I think. It sounds great. Um, like I said, the message behind it is good. It's just one of those really... <clears throat> sorry really like wholesome sort of Christmas songs. You know what I mean? One that you hear and you're like, yeah, I like this song. And it, it it's not overplayed. Uh, when it comes on, I am usually like not jamming out to it because it's not a jamming type song, but definitely enjoy it. So, so. I've not heard this version. So this actually is one of my, one of my uh, favorites that I like. Um, but I like a different version of it, and we actually discussed it uh, this past uh, weekend uh, at the Christmas thing we did. Uh, uh-huh. uh, John. Yeah. But so, uh, so I have I have the King and Country version pulled up here. Uh, so hang on. Is this it? Is this the one? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I've not heard this. One. So far, I like the drum line. Oh, they even have a little drummer boy here on the uh, the, the video. They told me pom pom. A newborn king to see pom pom pom. Finest gifts we bring, to lay before the king, Oh my God, I like that. It's good. Like, oh, it's that's really good. good. And like you, like <clears throat> the stark contrast. Between that song and the goddamn Chipmunks Christmas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it is it, it is a very night and day dichotal difference. I'll give you that. Like it just sound it's something you enjoy listening to it. It's got good lyrics. 
the the voices are good like the person who's actually the people singing it are very good at singing and then compared to i'm not even gonna get there i'm not even going there again no no i'm not it's just oh compared to another song we won't talk about yes right like that one and i can't remember who first told me to listen to that like when i told them that i loved the little drummer boy they said listen to this version and i looked it up and i was like oh my god and it's just it's really good so yeah scott if you get it if you get a chance give it a listen to the whole song yeah yeah i'll I'll definitely go through the whole one so when it comes to little drummer boy um um one of my favorite versions of, of this song is uh uh bing crosby and david bowie uh did it together uh and for a christmas special um really i, for, I forget which year and if you haven't heard it it's really good i've got it pulled up here obviously because it's kind of what we're doing it's what i'm doing anyway i don't know if y'all like it or not but i'm doing it. um <laughs> no it's good <laughs> um and uh yeah so i got it pulled up here hang on so so the premise is real quick sorry uh bing crosby is kind of home doing his thing and david bowie comes over to visit for whatever reason and they've never met and i forget why david bowie's there but they they go over to the piano and they just start singing the little drummer boy so it may take me a second to get to where they actually start singing because they talk for a bit all christmas time oh yeah most of them really yeah presents tree decorations agents sliding down yeah I even have a go at White Christmas. You do, huh? Come on, start singing. They told me, a newborn king to see, our finest gifts we bring, can it be years from now perhaps we'll see but yeah they, they like go it. into this yeah they go into this thing where David Bowie is they're going to this kind of a round kind of a thing and uh it's it's really good they mesh really well together uh and when when we were we were at a ghostbusters event this past saturday and uh they were they were it was a christmas event and they were they were playing christmas music you know kind of over the thing and this song very came sporadically on. yeah very sporadically it was it was it was a little wonky they had large gaps with no music i think it's because people were like oh crap the music stopped i gotta go hit play again um but uh, this this song came on and we were talking about it and I think I was the only one there who had heard it. I'm not sure, but uh, we looked it up and apparently so this special and this song was recorded the same year that Bing Crosby passed away. So, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, this is one of my favorite ones. I, I just I just love the tone. I, I love. But the little drummer boy is is one of those ones you don't hear a lot. It's not one of the staples. It's not one of the go to's. So it doesn't get overplayed, and there's a lot of different variations of it. So yeah, this this song uh, came up uh, during the Ghostbusters event. It was a Christmas event we were doing this past Saturday, uh, and this song came on. And I, I think I was the only one in the group that had heard this before. I'm not sure uh, of Bing Crosby, David Bowie, you know, because these aren't two people that you you normally think of being together. Uh, and we saw we we looked it up uh, and everything. 
uh, and uh, we found out that this the, the this special and this song was recorded the year that uh, Bing Crosby passed away. So oh. uh, this was wow. probably one of, if not the final, you know, recordings and Christmas recordings that Bing Crosby had ever done was with David Bowie and the Little Drummer Boy. So I, I wow. love it to hear it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that leads me into you know, I I didn't mean to jump on your your little drummer boy bandwagon, but it is it is one that I really love. No, that yeah, little drummer boy is one that like I think a lot of people are okay with. And yeah, and throughout one, I, this, yeah. there's so many different versions of so many different Christmas songs. I mean, that goes back to why we're so tired of the fucking Mariah Carey. Uh, there's so <laughs> many different versions of of you know and recordings of so many beloved Christmas classics. Um, it's frustrating when they don't get. So if someone brings one up and you've got another version you want to jump on with, feel free. That's okay. Yeah. Where are we at now? Uh, I think you, John, with your okay. And this is a song I like or a song I hate because I'm I'm totally lost. Okay. 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 You like. You like. I like. Okay. Okay. Okay, number two. This is my second least most favorite. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Back on all that. Um, and again, I just talked about you know there there's uh, there are songs that seem to be every couple of years someone picks it up and does a cover of it. Uh, and you know the the song itself is classic, but there's always a new version or a new iteration of it. Um, this is one of those songs. Uh, and I have a specific iteration. The song is We Wish You a Merry Christmas, uh, which has been around for I don't know how long, for forever. Um, however, my preferred version is performed by John Denver and, more importantly, The Muppets. From John Denver and The Muppets, A Christmas Together, uh, which was a TV special that then had an album released of all the songs from the TV special. And uh, this particular version is my favorite because, first of all, I just, I like We Wish You a Merry Christmas. It's a fun song. Um, but this one has, because it's the Muppets, it's not just a straight cover of the song. It gives you that sort of irreverent Muppet humor. So when we get to lines like, now bring us some figgy pudding, now bring us some figgy pudding. In the background, you get, you get I think it's Gonzo saying, figgy pudding? No, figgy. It's made with figs. Oh, sorry. And bacon. And then figgy. What? Uh, so it injects some Muppet humor into uh, a Christmas classic. And it's it's my favorite version of this song. Uh, not just because it, it happened to, uh, uh, in a moment of pure karma, come on the radio as Whitney was fr- expressing her frustration with my love for the Muppets. Yeah. Um, Gotta love karma uh, intercedes on your behalf. You gotta love it, man. Nothing better than having karma on your side. Uh, and to prove how much beloved this is, this album has been re-released. So it was originally released in 1979. It was subsequently re-released in 1990, 1998, 2000, and 2006. Nice. Yeah. So it's so hung I, around. I think I've got it queued up here. Okay. Wait, shall we try? Yes. All right. Is, it, is this it? I believe so. Sounds good so far. Hey everybody, here we go. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now, 
Now bring us a figgy pudding. Now figgy bring pudding. No, figgy pudding. Made with figs. Oh, sorry. And bacon. What? <laughs> and bacon. What? There you go. <laughs> I have never heard uh, of this special or this album at all. Really? Yeah. So when it comes You're to You're old the, enough, you should. Well, <laughs> appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> so when it comes to the Muppets and Christmas, you know, I love a Muppet Christmas Carol, and we'll discuss that at length later. Yes, um, we will. And also, so I've come, I've grown to love, and, and because my wife, Nicole, also loves um, the uh, a Muppet Family Christmas, I think is what it's yes. called, yes. where they get snowed in at, at, at Fozzie's. And it's got everyone's uh, got the Sesame Street and the Fraggle Rock and everybody yeah, in it. Yeah, you got everybody there, including the. And it, it, it didn't occur to me until I was watching a Muppet Family Christmas with Nicole uh, that the gentleman who is the 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 old man in Fraggle Rock who has the the Muppet dog, you know, mm-hmm. and everything is this is the bartender from Boondock Saints. Did just now hit you? It just now, it, well, not not just now. I mean, it was like okay. about, a, about a year or two ago when I was watching it. But yeah, it was it was well after I saw Boondock Saints that I realized it was the same person. Yes, the Tourette foul mouth bartender. <laughs> yes. Like holy shit, it's old dude. <laughs> it also has a great cameo from uh, Jim Henson too. It does because he's doing the dishes, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wash you dry. Yeah, yeah. I wash you dry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. That that is a that is a wonderful and and if, if at all possible, we should we should do a show sometime just on that. But well, we should we should just do a show on Christmas specials maybe next year. But uh, my favorite part of that whole thing is when they're they're all loaded up in a pickup driving out <laughs> to Fozzie's mom's place. And Kermit's yep. like, um, Fozzie, should you told your mom we were coming? No, she loves surprises. Smash cut to Fozzie's mom is about to go take like a, a tropical vacation and leave the entire house. Yep. She's like, well, no one's coming here this weekend. I may as well go to someplace warm, tropical, with a fruity yeah. drink and an umbrella. Uh, I love that moment because it hits a little too close to home for me. <laughs> <laughs> John, shouldn't you told your mom we're coming? No, she loves people coming over. But, yeah, now, um, uh, so John Denver, The Muppets. So it, it's more than an album. It's it's a whole special, right? There, yeah, there, there's, there's both. There's a TV special, and then there was an album released, I believe, from... Yeah, with the uh, music from the special. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard or seen this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to, to double check on it. Well, my <laughs> preferred version of "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" has Gonzo making bacon jokes to Miss Piggy. So there you go. <laughs> I don't nice. know, oh, Piggy. It, it, it's made with figs. Oh, and bacon. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love them up at that. I wish they did oh, better. Every time so... they had a they bring the Muppets back, you know, it, it kind of falls because I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the world today. They don't love watch. If, if you ever get Disney plus, there's a show called Muppets. Now that is the closest to the spirit of the old school Muppets they've gotten yet. That, that's not the one that was the most recent show where Miss Piggy had the talk show, right? No, this is after that. Okay. I will, uh, I will check Disney that out. plus exclusive. Most definitely. Yeah, no, that, that 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 sounds awesome, and 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 I'm gonna have to. Well, that is not what I meant to click on, and I will have to to double check on that. So, love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Yay. Well, um, does that mean it's we're on to our yeah. most hated? 
Let's get back to that dark place. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to with my number one. It's okay. I'll oh. find I mean. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Nothing against the person who wrote this song. Nothing against it. It's just when I hear it, it gets stuck in my head for days on end. And I cannot help but mock sing to it because it just annoys the shit out of me. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. How can you not love that? Oh my God. I, I, ah, I, I it's like ear- I like this song. I was being sarcastic. No, I kind of like this song. I'm not as sarcastic. Go ahead. Really? Oh, I can't. I can't with it. I just, I don't know. It just gets stuck in your head because that that whole chorus just repeats like 800 times. <laughs> and then you're just sitting there and then you're, you know, like it's like five songs later and you're at a stoplight and you're just like, son of a bitch. And you just, <sighs> yeah. To me, that's why it's my number one most hated. Just, just because it repeats the chorus, in your opinion, way too much. Too, I get too it, much. Paul. You're, yeah, yeah, and it's like I get it, Paul. You're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Now, shut up and give us a different song. It's got like, that weird like synth, right? Going on that's me. Well, I mean, that's how I sing it. Yeah, it's fine, but. <laughs> You know what's coming next, right? Oh, he, he should know at this point. I, mean, I know. Everyone knows what's coming next. So. I don't want it. I don't, because that synth is going to hit. Oh, it's that synth. Listen to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not your best, Paul. Not your best. I disagree. Rock it, Paul. How you rock a synthesizer? The moon is right. The moon is right. The spirit's up. That spirit right up. Tonight. Tonight. That's why Scott loves it. No. That's why Scott likes it. It's, a, it's about pagan rituals. Moons and spirits and shit. Moons and spirits. Get rid of that. Odin. Of is is Odin referred to as. Yeah, get, get your Christianity out of my Christ mass, all right? <laughs> is Odin referred to in that song? Because that would make it even uh, better for Scott. I don't know, but I'm willing to listen to all three minutes and 44 seconds just to make sure. Are you, are you up? Well, are you well that's all time no. we have for today, kids. <laughs> no, because, because two minutes and 44 seconds of that is simply having a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. How does it go, Jay? What, what the word? I'm done. I'm not saying it again. I wanted to hear no. your your mocking version again. No, no, no. Okay. No. I okay. God, no. Okay. Oh God. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> like I said, if if ever I'm in the car listening to Christmas music and I get Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you, followed by Grandma got run over by a reindeer, followed by 
by simply having a wonderful Christmas time, I'm going to be on the news for not good reasons. <laughs> okay. Well, now that's premeditated. Right. Um... <laughs> and confirmed. <laughs> Recorded. Yeah, that'll be great. Um I think yeah. we're on me, right? From we're, we're still on hated. Yes, sure. This guy just has the one, right? Um, I, I have one more that I do hate. Okay. Um, okay. but go ahead, and then we'll 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 get to me real quick. I've got I've got one more of each, so let me go ahead and get this hated one out of the way because this is not. This one's a little different. It's not a specific song. It's, I guess, kind of a genre. There's a certain type of song that drives me nuts when it comes on. And and, and I, I don't say the radio, but this is what drives me nuts because it's what they play at work all the freaking time, and it drives well, me nuts. Well, I, I don't think I can pull up an entire genre. But it's, it's okay. It's it's okay. I'll, I'll give you examples of what I mean okay. by it. Okay, cool. So... As you know, anyone who works in retail will tell you literally from, you know, 12.01 the day after Chris or the day after Thanksgiving, your store is nothing but freaking Christmas music. Here we go. So, okay, fine. There's a plethora of Christmas music out in the world to get your hands on. And then, like we said, there's a million different versions of every song. So you can get the cheap to play version. You know, you don't have to spend big money to get the rights for famous people's songs. You can get the covers because they're Christmas classics. No one really cares. It's fine. It's fine. For whatever reason, (laughs) my work goes out and I swear to God, they try to, they, they sit down and say, Hey, do you have just the churchiest Christmas music you can find? Like, I just want to set up a microphone during mass, and we're just going to play that for freaking 24-7, 30-plus days throughout the year. Uh, stuff like A Little Town of Bethlehem and We Three Kings and Away in a Manger, uh, Go Rest, You Little Gentlemen, uh, stuff like that drives me nuts because I'm like, you're, you're, you're a retail place. You're supposed to make people like happy and uplifted and yay, it's Christmas time. Let's buy more crap. Yet, for whatever reason, they play the churchiest Christmas music they can get their hands on. And I'm like, this is not the vibe I want while I'm grocery shopping. This is not the vibe you want to be putting out into the store. <laughs> I don't want to feel like I'm at mass. You can stare at me all you want, Whitney. You heard my words. You were in the fucking south. You heard... My words. You're my words. <laughs> this has been the Peacock. So this has been Reasons John Sleeping on the Couch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my, my number one most hated type of so, Christmas so music is the overly churchy stuff. Overly, so give me an example. I, I got to have something to pull up here. Because I, I don't um, know what you're talking about. Away in a manger. Away in a manger. Slow tempo. It's all like choral, and I'm like, uh, it's all like Koran. What? Choral, like a chorus. Oh, like like undersea, you know, sponge yes. migrations. Yes. Like get back on the on the get back in the house, choral. Yeah. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second here to get past the ads. Look up. Stupid ads. Oh, uh, yeah. Hang on. I was going to say. What? 
say Joy to the World. That's a good one. I actually like that song, though. How joyous! Uplifting! Not at all creepy! Now look at my little kids! Get a blanket! Why is he on the hay? Because he was poor! He's got juices and afterbirth. Get him a blanket. It's gross. It's unsanitary. Juices and afterbirth. Wow. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Maybe that should be the title of this episode. Juices and afterbirth. <laughs> That's our new show. Name. <laughs> juices, no afterbirth, no and Mariah Carey. That's that's. The <laughs> Ding, ding, we have a winner. Find that down. <laughs> oh. Muppets after birth and Good God. Jeez. Wow. All right. So, yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. I, I yeah. do get you, John. I, you, the, you get too gospel-y, too churchy sometimes yeah. with the Christmas music, and it can... Can I get like, some goddamn jingle bells in here? Like, what the hell? Chris, Christmas Eve at church, you know, like that's yeah. when I want to hear that. But not on the radio, an eight hour shift. Yeah, exactly. I agree completely. I, I'm not a fan of gospel type music uh, either and, and such, but. Um... But yeah, I, I I agree. I don't I don't care for the the that type of music either. It, it just doesn't do anything for me. No, <clears throat> it's not jolly. It's depressing. It's uh, yeah. It's 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 just it's just not good. Yeah, there you go. I'm I'm out of my Christmas drink. What am I supposed to do? So. Go get some toothpaste so, and your... some vodka and mix it together, Scott. It'll taste I, the same. I could do that, or I could just go get some more Rumplements real quick. There, there you go. Scott drinks Ooh. just straight Rumplements. Rumplements. It is distilled uh, Christmas. If you took Santa Claus, you know, boiled him in a vat of yeast and distilled him into a straight spirit, it's you'd have juices. It's right. <laughs> And after birth. Yep. <laughs> and, and it would be <laughs> <laughs> We had tied all together, Scott and Friday. It's uh this went dark quick, I think. Uh, <laughs> Scott, what's your most hated Christmas song? My okay, so my most hated Christmas song right now. Um and I'm gonna say right now. Because I've never heard this before this year. Oh. It's never been on the radio that I'm aware of before this year. Um, and I've heard it like 20-some times this year. Now, I, I think I have it pulled up here, but I'm not sure. Because I don't actually know who is singing it. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to play a clip because I've got it queued up here. 
and it, it, it it's the most referenced one. If it's not it, I'll stop it real quick and, and I'll go into the description. But I think this is it. But we'll we'll double check. So let me make sure I've got everything. Uh, so uh, all right. So let's see what this this sounds like here. You know, dancer and dancer. And- no, this isn't it. Um, okay. So it, it's it's a version of of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. that starts out by you know you've got the you know dasher and dancer and prancer uh-huh. and fixing you know and everything like that. Uh-huh. But then when it gets to the it gets to the point of the song, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? It's sung by a a a a, a multiple female um, band. Okay. And the way it makes it sound is it sounds like they're the refrain, the, sorry, the refrain, but then it goes into the actual, and they're singing. Like, you, you find out they're the main. And I'm like, fuck, these, these women are annoying as shit to listen to. Their voices are nasally, and, and they're, they're, they're breathy, and it's just annoying as shit. Like you, you listen to the opening and you're like, oh, okay, this is gonna be the refrain. The the these these gals that are singing are the background singers. No, they're the fucking headliners. They're the and I'm like, shit, I do not. And literally, as soon as this song comes on, uh, I'm like, yeah, fuck no, get take me back to a uh, an audiobook or a podcast or just turn my radio off. Dead but silence is better. Yeah. But I, but I can't, I can't find out. And it's not this one. That, that was the, the clip that I played was Destiny's Child's um, uh, uh, Rudolph, and that's not it. Um, so I haven't been able to to figure out who it is that, that's doing this one. <laughs> but I've I, heard... that I can't figure out who's doing it. No, I but when I do, <laughs> when I do. Exactly. Uh, I've never get heard your that. singing off my lawn. <laughs> exactly. I've never heard it before this year, and and I've heard it like twelve times this year, and it's really annoying. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Just that. So when we find out who you are, nice. breathy ladies singing this bad version of the song. Oh God, it's horrible. Scott's coming for you. Wait, did you did you say breasty ladies? Breathy. No, no. Oh, breathy. oh. They might be breasty, but we, we haven't seen them. We're not sure who sings it. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, Fair. It's, 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 it's not good. No. Well, but, yeah, Scott. Scott, let me let me cleanse your palate of that awfulness with my number one favorite favorite and. And I think I think you'll enjoy this pick. Okay, you ready? Okay. 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 Uh, sorry, my I don't know what's going on. The windstorm internet sketchy. Okay. Yeah. Uh my number one most favorite Christmas song is Carol of the Bells. Oh but not bells. But not just Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. TSO's Trans-Siberian, or TSO's Carol of the Bells. God, yes. They do a wonderful, uh, wonderful rendition of that. 
if if you haven't noticed from my favorites, I kind of like to rock out to my Christmas music. <laughs> um, and when when this comes on, uh, Carol the Bells by Trans Siberian Orchestra, boy, do I rock out in my car. I mean, TSO TSO does <laughs> a good song. job, and and I know when it comes to TSO, you've got kind of in the same vein. You got the what is it, Mannheim Steamroller. Yep, that's the other one that you know, you kind of have that same. And, and I love. I know we haven't talked about Mannheim Steamroller, and I think that that is basically attributed to you know the the disparity between how effective uh, the marketing people for TSO is versus Mannheim Steamroller. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, a good Carol of the Bells is awesome. I mean, it doesn't matter what version. When you hear Carol of the Bells come on, uh, it's it's a wonderful Christmas. It's a wonderful Christmas thing. And I'm not even call it a song, but it's a thing. Uh, but TSO, yeah. And I've got it. I think I've, I think, hopefully, because I haven't listened to it yet because I'm doing this on the fly. <laughs> but well, go um, ahead and cue that up because there's another yeah. version I want to give props to as well. Okay, cool. So this this should be TSO's. Yes. Is this the one you're talking about? Yep. Yep. God, I love a good TSO. Come on, hit the rocking part. It's coming. God, yes. I, I, I love TSO. <laughs> so first of all, yeah, uh, there's a wonderful cover of this song um, in The Office performed by Dwight K. Schrute. Uh, <laughs> just sitting at his desk, annoying. <laughs> it's just him humming it to himself. Uh, that's, my, that's my running joke. Is my, my, I prefer the Dwight Schrute cover. Um, but that Chorus of the Bells, you guys are right. Wonderful piece of music. Uh, I'm a kid raised on movies, so anytime I hear a chorus of the bells, any version, my mind automatically defaults to Kevin McAllister getting ready for the wet bandits to come invade his home that night. Yeah, uh, I, there's a version of it's chorus of the bells, kind of mixed with the Home Alone theme a little bit um, from Home Alone. Um, that is the one that my mind automatically defaults to. No matter what version of the song I hear, my mind defaults to Kevin McAllister getting ready to protect his home so hang on before we get to to, to home alone yeah i'm gonna see if i've got this right I see that hang on let's see what we okay. got christmas <laughs> hang on i heard dwight yeah because i think this is the tso version that he's he's doing yes, it is <laughs> Such a better version. <laughs> Sorry that that wasn't that wasn't the greatest because it was it was like somebody recording it off their TV, so it wasn't yeah. straight audio. But yeah, he's like he's like so. If you've never seen The Office or anything, so literally this clip is is him hitting a 
play on a tape recorder or a boombox. And he's like air guitaring the, the, the TSO Carol the Bells while he's going. Yeah, yeah. Just really getting into it. <laughs> oh, he is. Well, actually, I think that you could, you could describe that as the whole character of Dwight. He's yes. really getting into it. <laughs> Um, so so what was, so hang on carol of the bells what was the other one uh, it's the home alone version home alone. i don't know exactly what it's called or what and it might just be they drop in um uh carol of the bells but i thought it was cut or, or mixed with the the home alone theme well so right now so if i look i've got the home alone soundtrack uh track ah, 21 carol of the bells Okay, that's probably where it is then. So let's let's see what let, let's take a take a listen at that and see what it sounds like here. See if this is what you're talking about. Yes. Because it's as he's walking back from the church. Yeah, because you get the lyrics, and and there's two distinct different versions of Carol of the Bells. You get the instrumental and you get the lyrics. And I love the lyrics too. Like both versions of this is a wonderful Christmas song. Just get to it. in there it, it just adds a whole new dimension to this song is, it, is that all there was uh no there's another one skip minute skip into it when the actual seconds. orchestra hits oh hell i don't know I, but i don't know how to determine that hang on just, just pull up the movie just skip ahead a little bit the hell i don't hear anything i should hear stuff So we get to this point, and it cuts out to nothing. Of course, this is the soundtrack as well. This right. isn't the movie score. Oh, okay, well, that's probably not on there. And literally, it's just dead right now. I'm still playing, but there's there's nothing here. But we're we're minute. we're still like a minute out from the end of the track. Give it a minute. So just, just give it a little bit. <laughs> okay, I'm at two sixteen. I right, okay. just cut it then. Forget it. Wow. Go home it. and watch cut it. Home Alone. Yeah, uh, you got me on that one. Sorry, I I have failed you. I'm sorry. When you're home alone, watch Home Alone. What if you're home with people? What do you watch? Home Alone anyway. Home. Okay. Home. Home. Homey. I don't know. <laughs> 
Oh well, it is what it is. So, John, what's what's your favorite? Uh, I haven't got to it yet. Okay, I'm still trying to find. Ah, fucking ads. Stupid ads. <laughs> Are we still looking for the Home Alone? Yeah. <laughs> you filthy animal. There it is. Jason? Right? Is that what he says? Jason? Hello? Hey. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, you cut out on me. (laughs) Oh, no, I said, I said, isn't that what he says? Hello. Or no, (laughs) hello. (laughs) Jeez. Doesn't he say this is my house and I'm going to defend it or something like that? I must defend it. Yep. That's it. Yes. Exactly. So where are we yeah. at now? Uh, uh on the Home Alone tangent. You, you, John, mm-hmm. your favorite. Yes. Favorite. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so, um, this one, for a very, very, very long time, would have been on my other list of my most hated Christmas music, uh, but it really got bumped to the other list and to the top of the other list. Um, and if you know what's happened in my life, you can probably guess why. Uh, I'm talking about from Kenny Frickin' Rogers, a song called Kentucky Homemade Christmas uh, from his 1981 album titled Christmas. Very original title name. Um, my dad had this cassette tape should tell you how long ago that he had this and and because he loved the the title track uh kentucky homemade christmas and every year we would take a trip no matter where we're living we would go uh to uh minnesota most of my extended family uh aunts uncles cousins uh, grandparents lived in minnesota so every year no matter where we were we would end up in minnesota for christmas and dad drove so dad picked the tunes because that's how the rules of the road work uh, Dad got this tape, and he only really liked one song on this album, which is the title track, uh, or the, the Kentucky Homemade Christmas. So it would come on, he'd skip around to the song, and the song would come on, he'd, yeah, and then like he'd kind of skip around in a few other songs and half play them and skip back around to this one again. And like that's all he really wanted to listen to was this one song over and over again. Um, he did play the whole album eventually, but it was mostly just this one song. And it was oddly prophetic because when he bought this album, we were living in Illinois. And he played this song and this cassette tape through Illinois, through living in Iowa, meeting Jason, before we even knew we were going to end up in Kentucky. He played this song, Kentucky Homemade Christmas. Uh, So it was oddly prophetic in that way uh, because it's about uh, a poor man from Kentucky wishing he had money to give his son a knife and his daughter a doll, which, again, if you know my family nail right on the head right there um so 
this song evokes memories in me of in the backseat of the Ford Aerostar driving back from visiting family to visit other family. Dad rocking out in the front seat to Kenny freaking Rogers, uh, Kentucky homemade Christmas. Uh, and again, uh, yeah, a few months earlier, this would have been on my most hated list because I'm so freak, freaking sick and tired of this song. Uh, and I have been since childhood. Uh, but it is now at the top of my list. So, yeah. Scott, good luck finding that on YouTube. And he's got it. You shut down the mindless summer. We're getting by on welfare. It's Christmas Eve, I'm walking home. Not a dollar to my name. Night is almost on me A night I'm almost dreading No store-bought gifts to open But there'll be Christmas just the same It's just another homemade Christmas in Kentucky Just odds and ends of fashion And I'll skip around a few more songs and come back to that again. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, so I'm looking, I'm looking at the cover for this album, and this is obviously <laughs> pre-plastic Kenny Rogers, uh, and everything. Uh, I've never heard this song. Um, this is a very interesting. I'm really curious now as to why your dad was so drawn to this song. I have no idea. Really? This he got this cassette. Got to be almost ten years before we even moved to Kentucky. Wow. We were living in Illinois. I don't know what it was about this this album, that one particular song. I don't know. Because me and my mom were talking about it the other day. Because I called her up. And I'm like, who the hell sings that song? I've been avoiding it for so many years. I don't know who sings it. Um, and she she tell me about because <laughs> I guess a few years ago my uh, my uncle uh, shout out to Uncle Bob uh, found him the a copy on CD, so he upgraded from cassette to CD. My mom was real happy with Uncle Bob about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, at, at one point, Dad had gotten laid off, and at, at one point before we left. Um, Iowa for Kentucky. We were on welfare for a minute. So I told her, I was like, was it just like that? Was it just that that Christmas after dad had lost his, or I don't even think there was a Christmas after dad lost his job. He lost in the summer. Uh, but anyways, was it like something to do with that or, you know, like work or something? She's like, I have no idea why he liked this song so much and only this one stupid song. <laughs> so I got nothing. So, so real quick, I'm going to bring this back to an earlier uh, song. Okay. Because when my search for Kenny Rogers Christmas Greetings, the album that has uh, Kentucky Christmas on it, old fashioned was it was it old fashioned Kentucky Christmas? Kentucky song? homemade Christmas. Kentucky homemade Christmas. The same album has a cover of Carol of the Bells. <laughs> so let us give go. a little listen to the real quick. So this is Kenny Rogers 
covering Carol of the Bells. Hang on. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. Christmas is here, bringing good cheer to young and old, meek and the bold. Ding dong, ding dong, that is their song, with joyful ring, all caroling. One seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere, filling the air. Oh, how it pound, raising the sound, for and dead, telling their tale. Sing song of good cheer, Christmas is here. Okay, uh, I'm gonna there go ahead and go. stop it because I don't think there's a good place, there's a good lull to stop it, but <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, I no, don't. <laughs> you've kind of got the best of the both best of both worlds. You've got that instrumental dun 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 of Carol the Bells, plus because if you listen to Carol of the Bells, you usually either get one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. You you either get the instrumental or you get the vocals, which give you the instrumental beat. And in and, and Kenny Rogers, he kind of gives you the best of the both worlds. I'm not sure it's the best song for Kenny Rogers' voice, though. Well, I don't know. I was getting really singing at that high note. You also get Kenny Rogers. I mean, it's the best of three worlds. You get the <laughs> instrumental the lyrics and Kenny Rogers. Like I was, I was digging it. Uh, I think this may become one of my new favorite versions of Carol the Bells. I'm gonna play it for Megan. She'll love it. Um, <laughs> uh, th- there's one other version of Carol the Bells that I do like. Um, if, if you don't mind me indulging myself here, real quick. Indulge yourself, Scott. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know, but I like the fact that I get to play clips. It makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> this show lends itself well to me playing clips of things. So I don't know if you've all ever heard of these guys, but so there's there's a duet of 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 gentlemen, um, and they have a YouTube channel called The Piano Guys. Okay. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Piano Guys. Uh, yes. the piano guys one guy plays the piano the other guy plays the cello and they do some wonderful videos and they are wonderful musicians and i just uh, found, so the piano guys did a did a video which is carol the bells for 12 cellos so yeah here, here we go uh sorry. these guys are the ones who played the Jurassic park theme for megan walking in oh yeah that's right you did i forgot about that stop it because this is one of those songs that doesn't really have a law once it gets going it gets going um but literally this is one guy playing a cello and and they intercut him doing the different versions of it and and yeah I, the, the piano guys i love it i'm sorry 
there's I, I'm just gonna say it. I don't think there's any version of Carol of the Bells that I would hate, unless it was sung by Mariah fucking Carey. <laughs> Can we find one? Oh, oh no! Please don't. No. No, we don't have that time. Um, that's all for my list. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. I, can't, uh, I can find like Mariah Carey like dancers and stuff, Carol the bells, mm-hmm. but I can't really find one of her right now. Oh, okay. Just just singing. Thank Carol. God. But by God, I think we should we should start trending that. Is Mariah that's Carey fine. on cameo? Me and Scott will get Jason a Christmas present. <laughs> We will Christ. find. We will find out. Yeah. So. Uh, so is that everyone? Well, yeah. So I've got, I've got well, one more. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. That's uh, no, fine. One. I, I, oh, I, I, I legit did not know where we were at. That that's fine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put this. On. I know we're getting close to our time here and everything. I'm gonna go ahead and 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 end this with one of my favorite Christmas songs. And that is, it is not Christmas until I get to listen to the song. The fact that I have it on my phone does does make that you know task easier because it does not get played a lot. And and I think this may, I'll be honest, up until tonight, up until this show, I would have said this was my favorite Christmas song. But this show has made me uh, realize that apparently my favorite Christmas song is Carol of the Bells. <laughs> By Dwight K. Schrute. <laughs> By anybody. I mean, it's just like, it's awesome. But I do anybody but Mariah Carey. <laughs> anybody but Mariah Carey. But I do love this song. Um, so it is a song you don't get to hear played a lot. Um, it's good because it, it has something that harkens back to my childhood. It uh, references a, a historical event, uh, which, you know me, I love things that reference real world and history and, and anything nerd related. Um and, and all that good stuff. And it's actually um in my personal opinion, part three of a four part song series. Oh uh, the other three parts are not Christmas related. Um it is it, it is a song by the Royal Guardsmen. Yeah, yeah, everybody? Yeah, you, you on board with the Royal Guardsmen? Do we know this? This is not this is not what I texted you about. <laughs> Oh, wait, you texted me? Hang on. Oh, I got a text. I got to look. Oh, shit. No, but that is awesome. This is not that song, but you're right. Ah. I forgot about that All song. All right, we'll go, go ahead and play this one. It's okay. We'll, we'll play one more after <laughs> this one. We will. We'll do an encore for the encore. We will do an encore. I, anyway, I love this song, so I'm going to go ahead and just play here real quick. So. <laughs> Snoopy knew it was caught. 
Anyway, Snoopy's Christmas is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, I know it's weird. I know it's eclectic, and I get that. But first of all, I love Snoopy. Well, I, let me take that back. I love Snoopy when he's doing the Red Baron bits uh, in the cartoon. Um, and so you've got the historical thing of, you know, it starts out with O Tannenbaum, which is basically a Germanic version of O. It, it's O Christmas tree is what it is. Um, and uh, the thing I love about this is two twofold. First, um, Snoopy goes up to, 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 to fight the Red Baron. And, you know, his wings get iced up there, as you heard in the, in the clip. And um, there's, a, there's a line in it later on in the song where it says, you know, uh, he had Snoopy square in his sights, you know, as, as, as he gripped the trigger to pull it up tight. Um, basically, he stops, and instead of shooting... He forces Snoopy to land um, uh, on the German side of the lines. And and Snoopy thinks that he's done. You know, this is it. He's going to be killed by the Red Baron just on a ground duel. But when he gets out of his plane and they meet on the ground, uh, he basically offers him a toast of uh, what I assume is champagne, but this song doesn't get into it. And, And he says, Merry Christmas, my friend. And it's a reference. This song references the 1914 Christmas truce of World War One, which is something that has never happened in the world before 1914 and has never happened in the world since 1914. So it is a wonderful story. It is it, not, it's not even a story. It's a wonderful incident that should never be forgotten. And that is. In the midst of a world war where pretty much every nation, every major nation on the planet was at war with one another for whatever reason. On Christmas Eve, around the world and across the front lines, you had soldiers, individual soldiers, began singing Christmas songs. And they stopped fighting. They defied orders. This was not a truce that was called by the, 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 the heads of the nations. It was not called by the, 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 uh, the, the admirals, the generals, the leaders of the war. These were soldiers on the ground who decided, you know what? It's Christmas. Fuck this. I'm not fighting anybody. I'm not shooting anybody. I'm going to sing Christmas. They got out of their foxholes and they met in the middle of no man's land and they played football. They they shared food. They shared drink. And there was peace across the land on 1914 Christmas Eve because human beings decided, you know what? It's fucking Christmas. And this is what it's about. And this song, in my opinion, this song reminds me of that. That is the most truest form of Christmas that has ever been expressed on this planet. Sorry. Here, here, Scott. That was a wonderful sentiment. <laughs> now let's ruin it. 
<laughs> so those are our picks for songs that need to be retired and taken off the rotation and the songs we love that should replace them. I think it's a pretty eclectic group. We've got everything from Run DMC, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Bob Dylan. I think we covered a lot of bases there. Um, that's our list. We're sticking to it. Uh, but before, well, as we leave today, we want to leave you with one song that I believe we all agree should be on the list. And if not, should get a definite honorable mention with a bullet. Scott, you let me know when you're ready and I'll stop stretching for time. That's okay. <clears throat> Keep stretching. This has been your weekly nerd alert uh, with our favorite Christmas songs and songs that need to just go the hell away. Mariah Carey, we're talking to you. We are uh, so about Mariah. With that, we will leave you with the dulcet tones of one bizarre Al. No, sorry, sorry. One weird Al Yankovic. Scott, hit it. Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys. When the boss busted in, nearly scared him half to death. Had a rifle in his hands and cheap whiskey on his breath. From his beard to his boots, he was covered with ammo. Like a big fat drunk, disgruntled Yuletide Rambo. And he smiled as he said, with a twinkle in his eye, Merry Christmas to all. Now you're all gonna die. Well, the work. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs>